welcome to Simper Sometimes with Benny. So I'm I'm gonna let y'all know right now. I'm really pissed off right now. <laughs> I just did a 45 minute episode with my man Hercules. Uh, he just drove an hour and a half to get here, and um, I don't know what the hell happened, but it just stopped recording and I lost the entire file. So um, this is gonna be part one, um, and then we'll eventually do part two. So welcome Hercules again. Um, so I really just kind of just jump right back into what we were talking about. You you currently work for a police department. Um, you're a SWAT. You are also in the SWAT team. So my question is, how did the Marine Corps get you into this? How did the Marine Corps help you get to where you're at? And what has it done for you mentally, physically, and emotionally? Right. Well, thanks for having me again. Um, <laughs> so that's what happened. But uh, all right, just going back to the to, to the the. the the center of it is the Marine Corps just gave me a structure that I did not have or knew I could have uh, without going through the process. Uh, Marine Corps was able to, to give me uh, experience that I lacked dearly, and I was able to um, use that, you know, towards where I am at now, uh, you know, with uh, understanding and being comfortable with firearms, understanding and being comfortable with running a team even if it's only four guys you know eventually you learn how to deal with a whole platoon maybe even a whole company mm-hmm. um and then obviously the the core fundamentals of being a good good marine the characteristics um just being able to carry that out so that way you can be successful and not just your job but like in, in everything you know what i mean because marine is not just a marine you're a marine 24 7 but you also have to protect everything as a marine. You know what I mean? How do you how do you treat other people? How do you how do you respond to your relationships? How do you you know raise your kids? How do you you know not 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 you're the not not you're the uh, the point man of your life? How do how do you navigate yourself? Because everybody has a point man, and they all rely on that person to take them to where we need to go. So now you're that one person. How the hell do you do that? Um, and the Marine Corps is able to give you that. Uh, fundamental, but it also depends on you as an individual. You know, it, it, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that the Marine Corps transformed me. It definitely opened my eyes and it definitely opened up uh, my brain. You know, and I was able to learn. And the biggest thing was just adapt and overcome. You know, and uh, and being able to do that was because of going through suffering. So here, here's a question that I have for you. Um. There's a lot of people who go out there, right, and they're like, hey, I want to be a cop, but I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get a bachelor's degree, then I'm going to take my civil service test, and I'm going to go to this academy, and then I'm going to become a cop. First of all, it's not that easy, right? Yeah, very competitive. Right, so now here's my question, right? Would you say, and again, this is all opinion-based, right? We're not stating facts here, but in your opinion, is there a difference between the guy who does four years in the military, gets out, and becomes a cop, then the guy who does four years as a, as a college student and becomes a cop? Is there a difference? It all depends, and I, I feel like there is, uh, only because when, you know, just like with anything, you go through the, the, the military, you you, um, you essentially become like more like, like you talked about one of your episodes, like you, you only become more of who you are. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're already a guy who knows you're on a mission and you know you where you want to go, you're going to be more disciplined. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be more accountable. 
you know, uh, a, a kid going through college, it's 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 a different story because you don't know who that person is. That they're all individuals, and and we're all everybody's journey is different. You know, everybody's journey is different. So, you know, I I'm not saying that every marine that that became a cop is better than the average cop. All I'm saying is that you're able to see things in a different perspective, and that perspective will be able to lead you to your next course of action. And whether or not you take account, take advantage of that is up to you. Because the Marine Corps is not always going to be there for you, but it is going to be there to guide you uh, while you're in it. And it is, and is going to help you to mold it, help, help mold you if you allow it. Um, I was able to uh, be around a great group of men, uh, um, men who, who, who are warriors, and uh, I was able to... Uh, learn things from them because it's not just all you know do this do that it's just how they carry themselves mm-hmm. and only you know what kind of dude you want to be uh and if anybody's listening that wants to be in that same realm you kind of have to like take things from each individual yeah. that you encounter and and see where that where that uh kind of correlates to where you want to be mm-hmm. and, and and if it makes sense it makes sense you know i, I i'm not going to ask you know, a, a, a silly example would be I'm not gonna go to a, a bar and, and talk talk to somebody I don't know about uh, you know fitness. You know, it's, it doesn't seem like to be a, a, a smart way to go at it. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Marines, it, it's something that that that's allowed me uh, to structure my own life, and then the decisions I've made were based on what I've learned from the Marines. Yeah. So I know one of the things we talked about before we got cut off, and I didn't record. Um, was your experiences in the Marine Corps that led you to where you are now. Um, so one of the things you just said was about that you've been able to be led by warriors. Is there any specific person that you remember that really had a foothold in your life that really taught you something? Yeah, uh, my last deployment, um, it was a small deployment with the SP MAGTEP, a special purpose uh, Marine Air Gro- Ground Task Force. It's just a, 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 a for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's basically just a uh, a a random collection of individuals, um, mainly who have the same purpose, but that correlates to what the mission is. So uh, I was able to uh, volunteer myself to go on this uh, this deployment with other uh, Marines all over the country, and then we all were able to meet. Uh, in Lejeune, uh, and you, you had people who were motor T, people who were combat engineers. I was a machine gunner. You had guys who were uh, machine gunners, and, and and so on and so forth. Uh, what was the question again? Because I kind of lost track already. Um, the question was, do you have anybody who was? Oh yeah, who who someone? Yeah, yeah. So so going back to that deployment was I met a uh, gunny gunny Scott was his name. I'm I'm pretty sure he's not a gunny anymore because this is back in 2013. But this guy was a LA County. Uh, he was he was an LA County uh, police department, but he was also a, a breacher. He was an explosive breacher for their SWAT team. So he was someone that always uh, kind of shined the light on the the importance of being a good individual before you could be a good leader. And uh, he was just someone that I always kind of uh, remembered. And he's the only one who ever like took the time to really, uh, you know. Come, come ask how things were going, you know, with me. Not that, 
not that I had any issues, but like he would just knew that you know what my mission was, and he always wanted to make you know try to give me uh, a good uh, good advice, like you know like don't be complacent, and he was just a guy, a good dude. I remember um, one specific, you know, we, we do these Mac McMap, which is Marine uh, Corps Martial Arts program, and at the end of every extreme brutal exercise, we have a tie-in, which is where everybody. It comes in a full half circle, school circle, and then you kind of go over uh, a story. And he had a good one where you know he was at a he was at a house uh, barricaded suspect, and um, the guy uh, was inside the house and he threatened to kill his wife and kid. And uh, you know just like what anybody would do, they would they would have to attack the door and go in and subdue the guy. But you kind of have to attack it differently because you don't want to trigger anything that would cause innocent people to get hurt. And I remember, like, he would, like, uh, talk about this, and it was, it was a really, like, uh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't weird, it was great, because, like, but it was my first time, like, being able to, like, literally visualize what he was going through, and I was just like, holy shit. He was the, in charge of, like, you know, the, bre the breaching project, so he would put C4 on doors, and I guess, you know, every department, every, every state has their own rules and regulations, yeah. so they're able to get away with things. It all depends on the threat. Uh, and it all depends on the environment. Yeah. So, going back to what he was saying, he said that he was in charge of it, and uh, they were they were they were so close of using explosives to open the door that they were able to find a different entry um, going through uh, another point, and they were able to go in through that. Uh, I think one of the side doors, one of the rear doors, before they even tried using explosives. And then as soon as they went in, they were able to look at the door, and the door right next to it, the main entrance, was like a, a, a baby uh, inside a crib. And he was like, oh, if, I, if I ever had to use an explosive and that, and, and that baby was hurt, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Yeah. So like, he was always telling me like the complexities of what you do as a person literally spills down to so many things. So like, he had the call. He's like, you know what? I don't feel safe. I don't want to do it here. And, you know, he, it was just because he had good judgment of, yeah. of, of situational awareness and, and be able to know his capabilities, know his surroundings, and know his men. So he said, you know what, we're not doing it here. And, yeah. you know, luckily. And that's a, and it's crazy that you talk about that, man. And, and you know what, I, maybe our first 45 minutes was led to this. But it's crazy that you talk about that because that's really what I'm trying to get at. And that's one of the many reasons why I had you out here to talk about is that, like, a lot of people discredit the Marine Corps Reserves because they believe we do one week in the month, two weeks in the summer, right? Yeah. But yet, this gunny is also a SWAT team member while doing that, while living in the Marine Corps on as a gunny in the Marine Corps. And he's doing both of those hats. He's holding both of those hats. Yeah. And because of his Marine Corps experience, because of who it led him to be, because of the training that he's had while in the Marine Corps... Was he infantry as well? I believe so. Um, okay. I, I can't say I remember, but uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But regardless, because of his training while in the Marine Corps, it led him to this moment where he was able to look back on those years of training and put him where he's at. And it and it's it's just it's a, it and that's why I'm glad that you brought that up because you know there's so many people out there where we we learn from these people, we we gather from these people, and it's like you said, man, like. And that's a, a huge part of at least what I'm seeing in, in the Marine Corps today is there's so many people out there who aren't what they say they are. 
they yeah, aren't the leaders they say they are. They say, oh, hey, I'm this guy, I'm this guy, but it's like, okay, well, you're, are you living that? Are you actually living that way in, in life? Um, so what I would ask you, man, is that how does, so your day-to-day life right now, how do you feel it is something that has helped you become a better version of yourself? Like, one of the reasons why I had you out here was because, dude, I don't know how many times I'm at the gym at like 5.30 in the morning and then I look at my Instagram and I'm like, this guy just ran four fucking miles. This guy just ran seven miles. This guy's fucking up at 3 a.m. Like, what the fuck? You know, today, in order for you to come out here, you said you got off of work at 6 a.m., you went home for a little nap, and now you're here. So my question is, is like, how the frick do you just deal with mental toughness and accountability? Like, how do you do this? It seems like you do a lot of it. You know, you always got to think about, like, uh, how the men and women did it back in, like, the day, like, the Trojan Reservoir, you know what I mean? Because I certainly couldn't do it at that point. So I'm lucky where I'm at now where, you know, I'm able to go to a bed, you know what I mean? I'm able to sleep in a, in a, in a place where I call home. The way I do it is just I was able to obtain that from being in suffering, you know, and, and, and suffering people take that as a they use it as a negative thing because they don't know how to how it correlates to to, 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 to causing you to, to benefit yourself. I like suffering in a sense of it being competitive and how it improves me in my day to day lifestyle. Um, so people could call suffering from anything to like, oh man, I can't have this or I can't have that and I'm suffering now. Okay. Maybe but you're also you know, enhancing your mind so that way you can uh, understand how you work without it, and that it's all just a, uh, a figment of your of, of what's in your head. I personally just carry the same principles that we, you know, repeat to you in the morning, and then, and and that's how I feel better in the morning. I'm able to attack the day better because I'm able to do what I have to do in the morning. You know what I mean? It all depends on my structure of my day. I can't say that I say, I'm not gonna stay here and tell you that I do this every day. There are times where like I do need to, um, you know take priority in other things in my life uh, and I can't just do uh, what I always what you always see me do which is you know exercise you know and that's something that I like to share with people because you know it's something that that has a good message you know what I mean there's nothing uh, I'm not being boastful about it all I'm just just holding myself accountable uh, I think that it's something that helps me uh, start my day and it's because of and I didn't know that until the Marine Corps uh, forced me out of my bed at like four in the morning in boot camp and made me run. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing that before. And now it's such a such a regular part of my day now. Yeah, like I, I, I it's almost not the same day if I don't do it. You know? So how do you um how do you prepare for your job? Because you're a part of the SWAT team, you're you're a police officer. So what do you do? Do you do a lot? Because I see on your Instagram that you do a lot of running. Do you incorporate a lot of lifting and running, or is it more CrossFit? Like, what is your, like, workout? So, so I, I, I like to, so I like a lot of, like, martial arts, you know what I mean? Um, but my, my, right now, my main focus now in this band for the last few years is uh, boxing. Uh, I love boxing. It's individual. Uh, it's not an individual sport, but you're in a ring individually. Kind of, and, and, and if you want to correlate that with the Marine Corps, it's like you are with uh, in the in, you know when you're going to boot camp uh, or and you're in the McNabb, you know uh, we, we focus on being a team, but at the same time 
you need to be a good individual before you could be a good team player. So boxing has brought me a lot of fundamentals that I've re- that I've learned and I relearned uh, from the Marine Corps uh, because you know you're essentially uh, putting yourself in adversity. You're putting yourself in a situation where you know obviously uh, you have to defend yourself. And you know boxing has just been a fun sport for me. I like it. Uh, I don't enjoy uh, getting beat up, but <laughs> that but that comes with the sport. You know yeah. that comes with anything. Anything. There's always going to be defeat. You know. Uh, you can't just say that you always want to be somewhere like you know, if someone wants to go lift that's good on them but how does that work in your life in a sense that like what are you gonna how's that gonna help you you have to you have to, you have to understand why you're lifting is it for vanity or is it for a purpose so once you start asking yourself different questions you start having different purposes bro you just fucked me up what you just said really fucked me up yeah. <laughs> is it is it for vanity or is it for a purpose? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I've been in the gym steadily since October, mm-hmm. um, so almost a year. And for me, I guess now because you've said that, I realize it's for vanity. It's not. It's not different. Um, and I appreciate that because you just got me like really realizing that it needs to be for other things and not for vanity. But 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 it all depends what the vanity is for. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people want to go to the gym because they want to look good, so that way they can compete on stage. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, the the, the main thing is uh, is how you view how how you use that to view other things. Um, I never want to use my last resort, you know, as an officer, uh, as my first resort. And a lot of people tend to do that because they're scared. You know what, what do I mean? you mean by that? Can you explain that? So like, uh, I mean. People, uh, uh, you know, you see on the news, you see on the news, I don't want to be the cop that, you know, shows his gun out because they couldn't mitigate the situation just using their own uh, 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 mind, body, and spirit. They had to use, you know, a, a weapon, you know, and I'm not knocking down anybody. Everybody has a different situation. Every has different experiences. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's always to have and not need and need and not have. The only thing is that for me personally, because I know my environment. I'm not gonna have to worry about uh, uh, having somebody come behind me and 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 just you know we're not in Iraq you know we're not not everybody I see is a potential threat yeah. you know and, and we don't live in that world anymore so uh, being able to adapt the principles that Marine Corps teaches you with you know being able to understand your your, your environment and able to learn from it mm. uh, is key so what the reason why I do all these things I exercise and I discipline it's just to keep me in check you know and then I kind of use that to uh, make better decisions you know um, I, I find clarity when I'm able to go through a little bit of suffering because I'm able to see things with a different perspective and, and that's all it is you know so would you say a lot of it is just due to the fact that you want to have the and correct me if I'm wrong but you want to have the mental toughness and the accountability to be the best officer and human being that you can be for the people that you're protecting, of course, yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's a, it's a, it's one thousand percent of that, and I, I always want to, you know, uh, look at myself, uh, not in a negative way, but in an honest way, you know, because, because you know, before I joined the Marine Corps, um, I'm really, you know, I'm really, I have to talk about this because I, I, I didn't tell you this, but I really did look at myself as a little bitch kid, you know, and I used to always think that I, I. You know, I don't know if I had the capabilities of going through the Marine Corps. Well, so, you, you know what's funny, and sorry to interrupt you, but you know what's funny that when you say that, 
is that I remember I hit you up one day and I actually ended up making an Instagram post about you. Because I hit you up one day and I was like, bro, you're fucking... I was talking up, like, I was like, hyping you up and I was like, bro, you motivate the fuck out of me, this, this, and the third. And you were like, bro, it's, it's not that big of a deal. You know, or whatever. And you kind of like took it down. And it's crazy that you say that because like, now I understand what you're saying. Like, oh, I thought I was a little bitch and this and shit. Like, I'm telling you right now, and maybe if it's just one person, which is me, you motivate the fuck out of me. Like, when I'm on Instagram and I see you out there running seven miles or I see you doing David Goggins Challenge, I see this and I'm like, wow, like, I can do that too. And oh, yeah. and that's the thing, man, is that, like, you went from that, that kid who was 17, 18 years old thinking you were a bitch to, like, now this dude who, how old are you now? 33. Yeah, you're yeah. a 33-year-old grown-ass man who's been through trials and tribulations and you've gone through things to where you've hardened yourself and to now you are a leader of people and you see yourself in this better light and the thing is is that like while you may not see yourself like that i'm telling you right now people look at you like that like oh shit bro i want to do that i want to be that guy so it's great to see like and especially with everything going on right now with police and and stuff like that it's great to talk to somebody who's like hey man like my number one thing is being physically and mentally fit so that my last resort is my weapon like i want to be able to dis detain the situation i want to be able to mentally and physically know what's going on before i have to pull a gun or whatever you know it's it's great that you say that because a lot of people think the otherwise you know a lot of people think you know, oh, the first inclination is pull my weapon, or people think that thing, but now you, someone who's saying the opposite, like, I want to make sure I'm the best physically fit for the job, and then I'm mentally where I need to be, it, it, it means a lot. Yeah, but that's not to say that there wasn't a point in time in our lives, um, maybe before we were born, but like, you know, where there was a time where like, you know, you had to. Uh, yeah. You know, everything was a threat. And, yeah. and But it's just like the things that you hear all about uh, in, the, in the Marines. Is that you have to learn, unlearn, and relearn. And, yeah. And, and it's just who's able to adapt the most uh, uh, efficiently. Who's able to overcome the, uh, the, the quickly. And, 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 and not that it, it makes a difference when or how. But the, the, the sooner you do it, the better your the better situation you're in, the better you're able to understand things as opposed to just uh, you know going down that realm of not of, of like a self pity and just being seductive, you know, because no one needs that, you know, especially in a in, in a leadership position, you need to understand your Marines what they go through, you know, not everybody's gonna be responding the way you respond, so you have to understand how they do and then being able to. Uh, understand that and once you do is only when you understand how you do it yourself because then you can put people you can put other people you can put yourself in other people's shoes so would you say that the Marine Corps Reserve Program um, helped you become a better leader in the position that you're now in like, what do you do for the SWAT team? Are you a point man, like you said? Like, it all depends on, like, what our, like, goal is. You okay. know what I mean? I don't have, uh, I'm, I'm on the sniper team, um, 
I'm a, it's not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> I wish. Bro, it was. that sounds sexy as fuck. I'm it, on the sniper. No, it, oh, shit. it is. But in reality, is we're we're not in an environment where snipers are needed all the time. We just kind of go and use it as a as a form of like you know. Uh, uh, you know, guardian angels. You know, you, I don't know if you remember that term. Yeah. That I, I, we've heard that term as a machine gunner all the time. We're the guardian angels of the of the eleven. So we look, we Overwatch. Um, you know, we recognize things, but you know, uh, you can't be a sniper everywhere. So you know, I'm always going to be a, a, a boots on the ground, and sometimes on the point, uh, and you know, which is you know the first one in, or I could be the one that's in the middle. There's really no specific uh, job for me other than you know like what I just uh, explained with the sniper team. But you know, it's 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 whoever can be good at that specific point, who can recognize where the threat is and what to do because everyone's a leader. You know what I mean? Everyone's gonna uh, have to uh, chime in somehow. Um, the only the, the the thing is with me, the Marine Corps allowed me to recognize my um, insufficiencies. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to uh, attack those because it's not just all physical fitness, and it's not all. And and, and I don't know if this sounds how it's gonna sound, but like it's also just like going through the process. Like, like I can read books, I can read, uh, 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 I can talk to people, but it's all about just in the art of just doing it. You know what I mean? Like uh, something I, I do a lot now is uh, a dry fire. You know what I mean? And and, and it's just because. Um, I want to be a very accurate shot. I, I, I just want to be so confident in who and my capabilities that I'm able to like see things differently when the when, when the situation arises. Like I don't have to panic and not, not that I think anybody would, but uh, we, like I said that when you have a stimulus in the middle and you're not and you don't recognize it, uh, you, you, you'll just go back to your basic fundamentals. And if your basic fundamentals is just going through what they taught you six, seven years ago or two years ago at boot camp, uh, you, you may have a rough time. You know so I mean? keeping it muscle memory is important. It's a perishable skill, everything we do. You know, you know we, we walk for a living, you know what I mean? But, you know, when you start running, you'll start realizing, shit, I, I haven't ran in years. A one mile is gonna feel a lot different than if you ran a mile every day. Yeah. You know, so. So has if you don't want me asking, has there been any situations that you've dealt with as a police officer that you've had to use those skills? I mean, uh, we uh, we always tend to like try to give the benefit of the doubt uh, in 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 where we're going because you know not everything's so black and white, you know. Um, one time we had a we had a situation where uh, there was a stolen car recovered inside a parking lot and you know you're you know the first thing is like let's go you know what I mean what, what what's going on and then you realize that the lot was locked so you can't go in uh, so we're so as we contact the owner of the lot the he's also the tow the the, the, the he also owns a tow company and he's like yeah I towed this car because it was flooded. And it was in the middle of Newark, and we needed to get it out of the way because it was gonna, uh, it was causing a traffic uh, hazard. And then whoever the owner was didn't know that, or there must have been a miscommunication because apparently he told somebody, "Yeah, we did," and now uh, this person is saying that it's stolen when in reality it was, no, someone told them to tow it because they needed to get it out of the way because it's, it's it's in a hazard. You know what I mean? So 
it's one of those things where like you know anybody could just go up to somebody not knowing what the situation is and then uh, be apprehensive about it but once you kind of have the different perspective you're able to read things a little, a little differently um, everybody's different but I just feel as if like for me personally I, I'm able to tell certain behaviors in a way that I can I can understand alright this guy's not a good dude so I know that earlier in the episode that got deleted, um, we spoke about you had some time in Italy where you changed, where you ended up going um, to Africa and training with their military. Do you think that that had a lot of to do with where you are now? Like, did that kind of help you? Well, yeah, I always think about like the experiences uh, of of the of that deployment because you don't like like uh, so like for example, I hated land navigation. I was I was a machine gunner, so yeah. I hated land navigation when we went to SOI. <laughs> it was, it was uh, for me, I just hated it. I don't know what it was. Like, I was pretty decent at it, but I just hated it because I just felt like it was just I don't know. It was like a it was a long process, and you wouldn't know if you were right until like until like hours later. Like shit, we did make a wrong turn, and then you ended up having to 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 retract steps. But I remember having to teach it. And being able to learn about it, and then being able to understand, like, oh, you know, to, to, to understand something, you really have to teach it. So how am I going to be able to teach someone how to how to do this or how to do that if I don't know how to, if I don't know anything about it? Or how am I, you know, so I have to go back and it's, it's all under the fundamentals where if I need to, if I need to teach someone something, I need to learn it, and I also have to understand how to how to teach to somebody because that's how you really get the concept of what you're teaching because if you're teaching him mumbo jumbo they're not going to really get anything out of it uh and if you, and the reason why you're probably teaching that way is probably because you have no idea what you're teaching you know so it's, it's one of those things where i look back on that deployment because as as, as silly as it was oh yeah you just gotta you just gotta you know we're just gonna go out the range and we're just gonna shoot and you know but like you don't realize that no, there's a line of there's there's like six shooters on the line. Uh, you have to make sure there's like coyotes there to to, to to look at you to make sure that the line's safe. All right, now you have to go down because there's a target down range that needs to be adjusted. All right, have everybody, uh, you know, about face and turn the other way. You know, range safety. Like it's not so simple uh, because you know we've done it, but now but you now you're teaching it to people who haven't done it. So do you think from what uh, from what I'm understanding? From talking to you for the past two hours now, do you think a huge part of why you're successful is because of you've been taught situational awareness? That's what it seems like. A lot of what you're talking about is just situational awareness. Yeah, of course. You know, um, going back to that gunner sergeant Scott that I, I, I met, um, he always said, "Just don't be complacent." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's something that uh, it, it, it takes. Like you could say, you someone could tell you that, but when it when it comes from a different person, mm -hmm. it's like, hmm. You know, I might have to look at it differently now. And then, it, it, so it's something that I've always thought about, and it's something that's so easy to fall under. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, situational awareness is always going to be key. And, and 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 I'm not saying you had to live a life where you were constantly looking behind your back. You know. No, yeah. But you you always have to understand that like uh, like like we live in a crazy world. I just feel as if like uh, the Marine Corps is able to allow me to recognize the craziness mm -hmm. and the behavior of certain people, mm -hmm. and 
and you're able to understand that you know some people just had bad leadership growing up and yeah. and, and that means like uh you know either parents or teachers or upbringing or upbringings but it, it, you're able to recognize things uh, and i see it differently now because i'm in a position where i have to deal with society yeah you know what i mean and that's something that and again just talking to you I'm, I'm learning and that's why i love this podcast or i love the fact that i've started this because talking to people like you i, I learned so many different things and it's like you're bringing up uh, uh, you're bringing to the point of you have to understand that you're around other people a different populace you have to understand how they believe you have to understand how they think and you have to understand how things happen and a lot of it what you're talking about is just the idea that you know you have to have that situation awareness to where you understand what this person might be going through or what this area might be going through so you know, for me at least, it's a huge um, clarity that there are people out there like yourself who are really trying to be the best version they can be of a police officer. And especially with everything going on, it's just great to hear someone like you who's like, you know what, I'm about my training every single day. I want to be the best version I can be for my citizens. I want to be the best version I can be for the people out there that are helping me. So it's not about a paycheck. It's not about any color or race. It's about the fact that I want to be the best version of myself for the town and the city in which I live. Of course, yeah. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing to hear you talk about it. Because I'm no one special, and I'm not saying that nobody else thinks that way. But uh, it is something that I you know I'm trying to take I take very seriously. You you want to be an asset, not a liability. And uh, you know I know how it feels to be a liability. You know I mean I'm, I've been a shitty worker, and I know how it feels to. To, to also be needed and, and, and be uh, someone who's a uh, value. So, you know, it, it all depends on choice. And, you know, you don't want to be someone who's, like, uh, in the middle of a, 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 of, a, of a situation where, like, you don't, you just let it be for what it is. You, you kind of have to do what it takes to understand it, uh, adapt to it, and then see how you can, you know, be a, have a solution for it. Um, you know, and, and I, I feel as if, like, uh, a lot of it comes down to uh, what I've learned through meeting people through the Marines. Um, I can't say I learned all this in boot camp, because that would be a lie. Yeah. Um, but looking back, But you were, you were so in clear. the Marine Corps for how many years? I joined in 06, uh, boot camp, and then I came out, I, I think, like, 2017. I was, like, forced out just because I didn't want to check into another unit. Um, it, it just didn't really make sense for me at the time, but uh, I always wish that I had the opportunity to stay. It was always a good time. Okay, so, bro, I, I just want to thank you um, for coming out here. Um, we definitely have to do another episode because oh. we just hit 35 minutes, and before this, we were at 45 minutes. I know. So there's a lot more that we got to talk about, um, but... I just want to thank you for being someone that I look up to, someone that I haven't even seen in six years. We've just been Instagramming yeah. and testing for the past six years, and we live in the same state. But um, I really appreciate you coming out, man. I, I appreciate you telling your story, telling people. Because the reason why I wanted to have you out here is because there's so many people that want to be police officers, but they don't ever think about the military route that can help them get there faster and more equivalent or and have that more training and in my personal belief especially after hearing your story is that 
there's a very big difference between the person who gets a four-year degree and the person who has the years of experience in the military. And that's my personal opinion, um, just because I feel like your situational awareness, the things that you've dealt with while in the Marine Corps have put you in the position to be a very great police officer slash SWAT team member in your time. So, again, man, I really thank you for coming out, and I appreciate everything. Thank you, man. I appreciate it for having me.